you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From the Chris Wessling <laughs> Podcast Studio, it's around the NFL. I'm Dan Hanses. I got a bunch of heroes in here. Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal, Colleen Wolf. And yes, who the hell is that? It's not Matt Money Smith after an amazing run together. He's mm-hmm. no longer going to be part of the t- open of the show. And um, that's a bummer. But the great news is... Uh, our friend and longtime listener, and he's been involved with the show forever, Jason Zumwalt, will be handling uh, the money drops, and um, it's going to take a while to get used to it. That was jarring, but in a great way, which is how I would describe Jason Zumwalt in general. But we will miss Matt Jarring Money's in a great way. Jarring yeah. is famously known for <laughs> being so. a positive a, thing. A classic Rosenthal neg. you got to love it. <laughs> I think he he comes big. Um, I identify with that. I you know I can be jarring, and I'd like to think he's a kindred spirit. Me and Jason Zumwalt. He was your that? he was your friend first, Dan. Obviously, mm-hmm. and I I would like to think that because he and I have separate text threads at this point. Oh, uh, we have a Star lot of, Wars based. Right? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, shared sensibilities on a number of fronts. See Spock in this new reboot. No, that's not exactly at all what it is. Um, it's it's Lasers other everywhere. things. But he's a huge Arizona Cardinals fan, and you were nice <laughs> enough to bring him to that Rams Cardinals playoff game from a year was ago. Was that a nice thing to do? No, I mean. I in, For a it did fan? not turn out well. Yeah, I but, think change is difficult, but yeah. uh, I like both money and Jason equally, and I think they are both going to mm. do wonderful in whatever endeavors they <laughs> yeah. do. What is, with the, what is this? Uh, no, we we thank money because he started doing our show. We checked it before uh, the twelfth show of all time of this podcast. He has been our voice ever since, and it's always been one of my favorite parts of the show is like one of the things that clicked in with the music and money's voice to start each show and the and the joke whatever the what he was going to say the first one ever was mike tomlin we would follow mike tomlin anywhere right. and it always just made me smile and made us feel, I, to me like got me ready and, and got me more i don't want to deconstruct it too much yeah. but now i'm going to deconstruct it mm-hmm. i always I, the reason i love it and why money is such a perfect fit is like we are a podcast that comes from the nfl and 
when people are listening to it for the first time, here's this voice that sounds like a very corporate NFL voice, like what you'd expect. And then he says some, you know, silly <laughs> shit. And it's like, oh, okay, I kind of get what this show is before you hear anybody. So, again, Matt Money Smith, awesome. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's got his own Mount Rushmore. It's just his giant face, or maybe he's on a surfboard. He likes doing that. Um, and you could catch Money, the voice of the Chargers, and so many other things. Uh, but, Jason Zumwalt, welcome to the ATN family. And, I mean, we could use listener suggestions for new drops because Ooh, we, never, we never know what they're going to be. And sometimes, let's be honest – they hit the mark and we all react as one would expect. Other times, I have no idea what they're referencing and it and it starts the no the show on an odd note. It's true. As I just did right there. Well, to you, to you apparently. No, you're like, doing good. I, you put a bow on the great. conversation oh, and right. I enjoyed it. This is a big week. <laughs> it's a big week. A lot going on. It's that time. Go get my lunch time. Mm where we make our predictions for the 2022 season. I hope I, I was going to shoot you guys a late, late night text to remind you, make sure your props are settled by the end of the regular season. Um, that's how we like to we do it. We know the rules. Okay, good, 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 good. I, told, I remember them. She, Absolutely. She I'm sure you do. <laughs> but So that's coming up later. Uh, we're going to have our predictions for the 2022 season. Going to have to work on one of mine. Okay, well, that's usually how it goes. Um, also... We are going to preview the first game of the year. How fun is that? And the first game of the year happens to be Bills-Rams at SoFi. Outrageous. And speaking of Bills-Rams, well, that show is loaded. Um, they are one and two, respectively, in the power rankings for NFL.com, written by the old Zeuser. And it just so happens, Connie, that you and I, we have this uh, burgeoning Dan Hansis shout out. That's Thank right. you, Paul Rudd. Uh, this burgeoning media empire. We do. We're wrapping up the Hard Knocks podcast uh, today, mm-hmm. uh, but we also are launching the Power Rankings podcast, which you can get. It's going to be in its own feed. We want people to uh, subscribe and and get involved wherever you get your podcasts. Me and you. Three podcasts. Uh, That's a lot. Some might say it's too many in podcasts together, but not me, not I. I'm excited to do these three shows with you together today. You, Just today. Yeah, I heard. How did the power <laughs> rankings go? And I heard you you called him John at one point. I which, did. Right I after did. your anniversary is. Uh, it just shows that I am very comfortable in having casual conversations. And, you know, it's like the, the lights, the camera. It's like they're not even here. There was here. a bit of a flash of panic it up. from Connie when, when it happened. I would imagine. Because yeah. I knew that it was going to be dissected and talked about on this very show. So, you know, we might have to have a conversation, the three of us, hmm. uh, uh, about what happened on the show. All right. So anyway, yes, Power Rankings Podcast. Please subscribe. Uh, give it a chance. Connie and I are excited about it. We're excited about this show. Let's get to the news. Before we get to anything else, we'll get you caught up. There's not a ton going on news-wise. Teams are in bunker mode, but there's a couple things worth discussing. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's rock. <laughs> Let's rock. You know, it is... Listen, the people like to have fun with Russell Wilson. We like to have fun with Russell Wilson but when Mitch Trubisky is having fun with Russell Wilson, that is that's a next level thing, Mark. I have spent the last half a decade um, <laughs> pointing fingers at Mitch Trubisky as someone that lowered my enjoyment of the quarterback position. But I'm resetting the board because 
I think this is a new version of Mitch Trubisky. Mm. I just do. I think he's got a new lease on life, and I'm not sure it's going to go very well at all, but I'm no longer villainizing him. I liked what he did right there. Yeah, and if you don't know, that is Mitch Trubisky, who was named the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers for week one against the Bengals. Uh, a callback to something that went viral with Russ Wilson over the summer when he was doing his video tags, I guess, for this the big screen. Oh, he's still stadiums. doing it. Let's Ride is continuing. Yeah, but <laughs> it's I think alive and that well. was a direct callback to yeah. the Broncos thinking it was a smart idea to put that whole video reel on their uh, Twitter, <laughs> whatever it was. It was fun. It was idea. fun. But here's Trubisky. Here he is. Um, and we know Kenny Pickett is in that building and he's a first round pick and he's probably going to play and he's probably going to play this year. He might even play before Halloween. I don't know. But Greg, in the here and now, Mitch does get like Marcus Mariota, you know, he gets a fresh start here and see what he can make out of it. Yeah, he was also named team captain, which I, I found mm-hmm. somewhat interesting for a that guy is. that hadn't officially been named the starter. Obviously, the team knew at that point. Maybe QB1 is always a, a captain. I mean, not, the, the, that's not, not always. Uh-huh. Like, not. Gino's not. I think it which oh, makes well, of sense. of course Gino's not. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a there's a few out there. And it's sometimes a younger player. It it's takes funny a couple that Gino years. came to mind immediately. Well, I was just like, Frank was in the, the news. Pittsburgh Steelers. Tua wasn't. Like, Tua now is. And that was a big deal for him. So it's, it, yes. it does always take time, I think, for some. I've of been them. misunderstood. I meant the Pittsburgh Steelers specifically. But. Yeah, that in I, <laughs> I think he stood up well to Pickett being on. If you had told me that Pickett would play as well as he did in the preseason, essentially being as efficient as literally any quarterback that played in the preseason, rookie or not, I would have thought he would have won that job. It took right. Mitch Trubisky playing well in the preseason, which he did behind a terrible offensive line to actually keep that job. He was already under pressure. They did confirm that Pickett is the backup now. It's not Mason Rudolph, despite what like their printed depth chart mm-hmm. said. The printed depth charts usually Well, Tomlin nonsense. threw someone under the bus because he called it a clerical error, which someone <laughs> oh. somewhere you know, oh. put that together on a little Microsoft Excel sheet and printed it out, and it's like, you caused a big problem for the Steelers, wow. whoever you are, corporate Mason warrior. Rudolph is <laughs> corporate a clerical warrior. error. That's terrible. Uh, Trubisky's going to have to continue playing good, though, because he's got to hold off Pickett. Let's see the schedule. What do we got here? For it's, yeah. They've got the Bengals. Tough. Then they've got their home against the Patriots. At the Browns, the Jets. Then it gets a little thorny. Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles. You're gone. That's not bad, though. That. The last four it's going to be the first. Rough. Yeah, the first four games are going to be so important for Mitch because if they struggle out of the gate, you get the feeling they're going to be looking to make a move sooner rather than later. But so it's not that at Cincinnati is an easy way to start the season, uh, but uh, it could be worse. The only could thing I worse. like is only three of those games are at home, and the problem is going to be your Steelers crowd that is like semi obsessed or fully obsessed with Pickett and the concept of him right now. And they're going to be waving their little yellow towels saying, make a change now, please. Mm-hmm. Their little yellow towels. Oh, they're nice towels. Midwestern people. So <laughs> it is, They are not from By the way, I was looking to see if Mariota was the captain in Atlanta. Like, that's another similar yeah. situation. They haven't even announced the captains yet. Let's get well, let's get with it here, error. Atlanta. Whoa. Let's just go. Let's see. What but don't do the Giants move where you announce 10 guys Pittsburgh. as captains. Yeah. At yeah. some point, it loses that's meaning at that kind point. Of literally a fifth of the roster. Uh, let's see. It looks like Pittsburgh is in, um, <laughs> the far reaches of the Northeast. I get, okay. I can yeah. sign off on that. Appalachia. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Or the Rust like Belt right also to some degree, as we mentioned. All right. Whatever. Jason Peters <laughs> has a new home, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he is 40 years old now. Jason Peters. He's, he's a man. He's played. <laughs> he's played tackle at a very high level in his career. He's been a star. He was a, 
workmanlike. He was a solid guy or solid-ish guy for the Bears last season. And obviously, uh, Connie, the Cowboys, this is a major issue uh, with their starting uh, left tackle out maybe for the entire season, mm-hmm. uh, at least until – uh, December. So you see if Jason Peters can still play the guitar. It's not great, but it's something. It's definitely not what the Cowboys wanted to do, but this is where they are. And Jason Peters lands with the team he described in 2018 as just an arrogant organization. Oh, Everybody, America's it. team. Right now, they're not winning, so let's see how many people oh, jump off it. the bandwagon. I love it. So as a follow, <laughs> he was asked about it this week, and he said... I don't really call it arrogance. Clerical I mean, error. they had swagger. <laughs> Clerical <laughs> error. <laughs> I'm just going to start using that anytime I get in hot water. What well, points uh, away from error. you? Yeah. Yeah. Go dig out what actually uh-huh. happened, but that's clearly clerical. Yeah. He uh, was PFF's number 19 tackle among qualifiers out of 88 tackles a year ago. So this is a future Hall of Famer. I don't even yeah. think it's gonna be questionable i think he will make the hall of fame someday and he's he's just uh waiting smartly for the right deal but he's not gonna be their week one starter they haven't announced that but i i'm announcing it i would be shocked oh you are well he hasn't practiced football and tyler smith's been there and he's their first round pick and he's working it out and peter it's kind of a perfect situation you bring peters in if they need him you'll bring him in week two week three whenever it's gonna be but you give your first round pick a chance and he might and maybe he ends up sliding over to right tackle who knows to your point he's on this is this couldn't have happened a couple years ago but he's on their practice squad right now just to basically get ready to go and they start with the Bucks and the Bengals. So if you're Tyler Smith at left tackle, I'm not loving that situation for you, but that was his natural college position. Um, if anybody could slide in, I would think, and, and take over right away, it's Jason Peters with the amount of mileage he has. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Also interesting to me is I just clicked into the pro football reference for Jason Peters. You know, I love the pro football reference nicknames. Yeah, many seem, of them are ones we've seem, never heard of before. They don't seem researched yeah. or double double sourced. Uh, Jason Raynard Peters, also known as the bodyguard, godfather, or this is my favorite, mythical creature. I've oh man! Oh, we signed mythical creature. I mean, as as anyone <laughs> like ever just reverberating through the Dallas locker room yesterday. I feel like this is where Pro Football Reference sort of has a Wikipedia angle where anyone mm. can add anything that they. Because I feel like I, you added that. I wrote an article about it and I reached out to them and they said they replied and I think I used the quote. And then they redid the CMS here, and then all our bylines were wiped, so I couldn't bring this up if I wanted it's to. Not a sore subject or I anything. I think that they, um, I think they actually say it's a little of a wink. It's a thing. We'll 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 be liberal with it. To your point, mm. because there's the Tom Brady, all the ones we know, Tom terrific, blah blah blah. But then it it goes into which we all the Pharaoh, no, which is I've Nobody never calls Tom Brady. Then the it's Pharaoh. comeback kid, which that's like 25 Just other stupid. athletes. Yeah. No and then the last come. one is or they call it or sir. No one's I mean, these are, these are just falsehoods. It's no. like his nickname is also Mr. This, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> They've been around a long time to get a lot of nicknames. These are the, the two oldest players in the NFL now. How about Tom that? Brady I don't know how Jason I would Peters. feel about being called a mythical creature, like a creature at all. But we're all yeah. creatures. I think, I think it's good for like a gigantic left tackle. True. I'm still stuck on the fact that you consider all the listeners um, that are under 40 uh, and male boys. She said you, you need to be 40 to be a man in Colleen's <laughs> eyes. To, it was more like, this. I'm a man, I'm 40. I get it. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Thanks. See, it's Graver, good to have a guy that follows college. Would, hey. would be a boy in her scenario, under 40. Yeah. Well, yeah. Under. There's boys and then feel, there are men. Justin. Makes me feel young. 
Yeah, that's one way to look at it. That's what's happening in the news. By the way, let's hear. Let's first hear Russell Wilson's already iconic. Let's ride, and then Mitch. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> He's got that. Let's ride. it's funny it's funny because it's cringy cringy yeah all right where are we at on time let's go let's talk tnf it's not even you have you two thought about maybe just dumping greg and i off of this show (laughs) Uh, uh, should we have a conversation um that seems like a lot a lot for uh me and emily so i don't know yeah john and i are gonna have to talk this over um i did i did um Look over at Mark when you said earlier in the show that you guys have a burgeoning empire, and uh, it did get that natural <laughs> yeah. split second where one. Mark's id came out, yeah. and you could just see well, like that stuff. The discomfort. Yeah. I don't want to do three shows in one day, so I've actually I was completely come. You are with absolutely it. welcome. If you want to do hard knocks, well, I, I think that's, that's the last. That the last ship has sailed. So. I would like, you know, sometimes I ask Justin, I ask you to look up strange things and sometimes you do and sometimes you don't and that's fine because sometimes it's not worth it you just give me the yes and that's it i'm on (laughs) five different shows today good morning football right nfl now around the nfl podcast the power (laughs) rankings podcast and the hard knocks podcast is that a record at nfl media let's go let's ride wow let me find out what time do you wake up today dan 5.30. 5.30. God, it must be so hard to be such a star. No! <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Mark, what did you think about that last little rundown of uh, my schedule? That, uh, it was that, about, your id. Let's do it it was about 3.13 in the morning because you had texted to us seven or eight times how busy your day was going to be. It's like, I knew we, I knew we were oh, going to get it. Oh, now it's coming out. I knew, I knew, I knew we were going to get a rundown. But I'm, I'm proud of you. You're doing right. great stuff. And I do oh, mean that. Oh, you're referring to last night at like midnight when I was uh, laying out plans for later in the week for the whole group. No, it was an earlier. Te- it was a different yeah. text. Oh, I like okay. that text from I the middle of the night. The which time of my life. <laughs> I responded to you in a positive manner to that text. So. Very positive. All right, let's get into <laughs> it. The this. Bills and the Rams. That's how the season starts. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. How do we feel? We'll be there. We'll be there at Ooh. SoFi Stadium, kicking off the season. And um, we talk about it, Greggy. Um, sometimes that opening game. When they when it's like two division rivals or conference rivals against each other, you wish it was a little later in the season. But I kind of love this one—a little intra, inter conference battle between really what seems like possibly the two best teams in football. What a great way to start the season! This would be such a great matchup if Von Miller hadn't gone to the Bills, and yet I think that maybe put it over the top. And I was trying to think, like, what's the key part of this game? We've talked about these two teams for so long this offseason without a lot of change, and it really is the most obvious thing. It really is Von Miller. Von Miller is there. Mm. The Bills overpaid or at least extended further than you would expect for Von Miller because Sean McDermott couldn't sleep at night because his pass rush is the reason they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. They stunk in that game against Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes was doing the thing where he gets the ball out quickly when they're backing up and having seven defensive backs back there, and that's great. He kind of learned how to do that. But he also very often was coming back 
uh, when the Bills were trying to get pressure, whether they were blitzing, whether they were rushing four, and the Kansas City offensive line won that battle that entire game. It put the Bills secondary on an island. They didn't have Tredavious White then. They don't have him now. The only real difference here is they're hoping for Greg Rousseau to step up. A.J. Epinesa is now their third pass rusher. They hope he steps up. They're a little younger. And more than anything, they're hoping Von Miller goes and gets after him. Uh, This time it's Matthew Stafford instead of Patrick Mahomes. But if they don't get after him, I think it's going to be similar in the 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 Rams will be in the 30s and it's going to be ugly. I like that you started there because the Rams also, their line has been solid, but you don't have Andrew Whitworth. You have Joe Noteboom who's had 17 starts since 2018 or so. Solid, but a new left tackle. You've got Coleman Shelton at right guard. That's two new pieces. And we know this because we read it so often last season in during the playoffs and the playoff notes and all this stuff, but Stafford versus organic pressure. If you're blitzing Stafford, he gets better because he takes advantage of that, sees the field well, and knows where that lost defender is and finds the receiver. But if you can bring just typical organic pressure with a four-man rush, Stafford's in a clean, in a, when he's kept clean, he completes 72.4% of his passes with 111.2 pass rating. When pressured in that organic way, it drops to 49.6%. Ooh and a 75% passer rating. He does not deal with that kind of pressure the same way. And that's where some of Matthew Stafford's, you know, 17 interceptions and turnovers and four pick sixes, some of them came off of wobbly deep passes that were underthrown. Others came in that situation where he did not look like the typical Matthew Stafford against a four-man rush. Yeah, and you have to worry about his elbow in that situation too, because if he ends up getting hit, I mean, these are multiple new, new-ish pieces on that offensive line with Von Miller, who knows him very well, who probably knows a lot of his tendencies at this point too, coming at him. And you know that this is going to be a game where they're going to be passing the ball a ton. So they need him to be able to deal with that pressure. Another thing thing I thought was really interesting uh, that Jordan Rodrigue, friend of the program, mm-hmm. friend of the show from The Athletic, brought up. Um, she said that Jalen Ramsey, obviously he went through training camp, much of training camp, while still recovering from his shoulder surgery. And for that reason, the staff there, they kind of asked him not to utilize some of those techniques that, that you kind of know him for, that that's his game. And so they're still going to move Ramsey all around, but mm. just watching in this game how they deploy him, how they use him um, and and just how that shoulder is. I, I think it's interesting. Yeah, you heard Jalen Ramsey spoke today and he, he didn't expand much at all, but he said, I'll be fine. I'll be out there. But you see both with Stafford and Ramsey, who are two of the most, you know, three, you could argue, most pop, uh, important guys on this team have been very carefully managed throughout the summer uh, for physical reasons. And the thing, one of the things that's great, so many things are great about actually a real football game coming now, is that all the team's ability to control storylines and control what's happening in their building goes out the window when these guys actually go to battle as it is. And it's like Stafford, if he gets into a shootout with Josh Allen and has to throw 40 BBs, how does he feel the next morning? He maybe gets hit. How does he feel the next morning? And how does it feel when you have a bad shoulder or a surgically repaired shoulder and you have to make tackles. Like, how does Jalen Ramsey come out of the game? These are huge questions for the Rams because it could really define their season. Right. I'm more worried about Ramsey just because yeah. I, I think at this point they just have to see with Stafford. But I, I think he's got he played through a hurt elbow last year. If Ramsey isn't playing a full complement of snaps with just the way you were talking, it made me wonder, Colleen, like if that's even a question when you're going against Stefan Diggs. 
uh, a matchup that he would be traveling around with in a normal situation, that that's a big difference to me. It, it's also a big difference, though, like on the other side that Allen Robinson is there. Like the last time we saw the Rams, you know, they, they got Squarnuck out there. They've got uh, oh. their third string tight end out there. Like they were yeah. running out of bodies. Oh. And now you have Allen Robinson. And this to me is a perfect matchup. I mean, really every matchup on the outside is an obvious win for the Rams because the Bills are starting Dane Jackson, a bit of a journeyman who wasn't not a journeyman because he's been on their roster, but wasn't in their top four healthy cornerbacks a year ago. Um, and a couple of rookies that are untested. And those guys are going to have to try to check Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. I, I also think that another thing that we have waited to see, and it, it, we'll find out, I guess, as the season goes on and the impact, but Brian Dable out the door. I thought he did such a great job with Josh Allen, obviously. like Josh Allen, after two years into his career, was we get that he's athletic, but there are so many questions. And then Brian Dable, I thought, just like showed that that relationship went next level. You've got Ken Dorsey, who's never called plays. And some of the better articles I've read this offseason have been guys like Kevin Gilbride, who have said, excuse me, I just want to let you know, when you start calling plays for the first time, it is a nightmare. Your head is swimming. And Ken mm. Dorsey has been in the Bills system, so that's good. But in your first game, because they have a new line coach, Aaron Cromer, which is quietly one of their bigger hires, those two guys need to figure out what to do with Jalen Ramsey, but also Aaron Donald. That's not the easiest person to go deal with mm -hmm. uh, in game one, because I don't love the Bills line from wire to wire. And it's like, how do you stop Aaron Donald from having those two or three plays that totally rock Buffalo's attempt to move the ball? Josh Allen, he's so difficult to bring down just in general because of the way he moves, because he's just so big, too, as a player. Obviously, Aaron Donald is a machine and Leonard Floyd is good, too. But beyond that, they have some questions with that pass rush. But Josh Allen, I think, is also – I think the, the point about Ken Dorsey is very valid, and I'm really inter interested to see if that changes anything, if we see any differences. But I think that the Bills playmakers right now are probably the best Josh Allen has ever had. When you have Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs and Isaiah McKenzie, who's emerged at this point, plus Dawson Knox, like these – these James are really talented. James yeah. Cook. I, mean, I think James right, Cook yeah. is going to be Feels a big like part of the offensive offense. game. Like there's this idea in training camp. You know, the defense is hey, ahead of the always. offense. Oh, hey, the defense. That's hey. how you know. It's ahead of the offense but the, right now. The, the numbers always <laughs> tell hey. you the opposite early in the NFL hey, season. Now season started. You turn the, turn the page over. <laughs> offense, a little ahead of the defense. <laughs> that guy sounds smart. September is when the highest scores are. And in the playoffs last year, other than Bill's games, like the defenses were doing great. The defense is why the Rams won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm Barry from Rego Park. <laughs> <laughs> Very clear that the offense is ahead of the defenses. I'll hang up and listen. Barry, please go on. We need more from you. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's what Vegas has to say. Greg, you're um, you're addicted to the feeling of uh, gambling, uh, but not a gambling addict. Um, you have. Buffalo. I mean, that's none of that's true because I work for the NFL. We're not that's allowed. True. That's I was true. actually on a call this morning. I do a you know, we do a show a game day view on Fridays. Which oh, you should have seen the look Mark just gave when you said that. Is a pick. I, I honestly this this now this is absurd. <laughs> is a I more think that you, you the feeling of it, yes. Greg, is something that affects is a, you. It's Dan, a pick show though, but we have to be very careful <laughs> at this company of even how we talk about it, even on a picks show. Yes. That's Greg is so good. aware of how careful he needs to be because he has to hide and shadow things out of reality <laughs> to the people in this building. Buffalo favored by two and a half over under 52. So we're banging the over on that if we think uh, what, you know, Doug and Rigo Park had to say. 52 is low. Yeah, I think this is if we're throwing out scores here, why not? Yeah, let's just do it. Greg, you do it. I'm I, I like the Rams. I don't like the I, I would like them even if they weren't 
um, an underdog. And the fact that they are just bothers me. This is the defending champs with a, plenty of continuity. And the Bills are great. I think they're the AFC favorites. I feel like I talk too negatively about their defense. Their offense is probably my pick to be the number one offense in the league. So mm. I think... These two offenses are going to show up. It's going to be a game in the 30s, but I'm trusting the champs on opening Ooh. night. Oh. I did Whoa. not. Rainmakers oh. out. See, this is like. I'm sorry, what? This is week one is that what time it is? producing right here. I mean, you have to be told that the Rainmaker's coming out. Come oh. on. Oh. Clerical error. Uh-oh. Grave digger, do you answer uh, that? That was actually some legit criticism. Audio clerical error. I just want uh, to. Excuse, uh, oh. yeah. excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Justin. I just wanted to put a little pressure on Greg to like bring the excitement there with, okay. the, with the rainmaker. I, I don't feel that strong. Are you but saying I that do, our energy is I do low, like Graver? It. Of course not. Okay. okay. Never. Right. No, that's only brought out for really special occasions. Right. But I right. do like the rain. Maybe I'm hoping maybe it comes out on the debut of our Friday show, the Friday Fun Show. Mm. Now I'm not putting any pressure on you, Greg. Uh, we got the Thursday preview show. We got the Friday fun show. Does the Rainmaker make an appearance? We don't know yet, Mark. That's, that's part the, of the that, fun you know of this. That's the beautiful mystery. There is a game, I think, um, in my mind, in my mind, mind. Uh, that, that would make a lot of sense on that Friday fun Didn't show. Wait, the Friday fun yeah. show. What's the Tuesday show? Tuesday is like fun Tuesdays Connie with show. Connie. But it's by nature, it's Tuesday. You're not in, you're talking about feelings. Like you have a different right. feeling on Tuesday than on Friday. But you make you make Tuesdays better. That's great. I would say that. Absolutely. Right. We Sessler love okay. we love having you, Connie. And if we could have you every Tuesday, that would be a huge win for our show in our league. I think that's the plan. And guess what, <laughs> Greggy? I'm with you. Sean Payton. The numbers are out there. I think he's five and zero lifetime in uh, week one, uh, or something like that. It's. Sean McVay, excuse me, um, has been dominant as a coach. He's one of those guys that just does really well um, coaching a team up for the start of the season. And at home, I typically go with that team. Like very rarely does the home team lay an egg on Thursday night. I know the Giants did it once. I think the I went Pats and checked. did it I once. I think they were, at least recently it was 13 and three. Or yeah. Th- so that I think that matters. It's a very tough spot for any team to go into a building, even though, again, not to harp on this, but SoFi Stadium's a different vibe, and you know Buffalo is going to travel to this game, so maybe it won't be, you know, a madhouse. <laughs> That's house. a good point. It's going to be, be a little weird yeah. that the Bills fans will show up big for this game, most likely, and it's like the defending champs. I, I think like the, the Rams are a little more Teflon to that, and so are the Chargers at this point. But I, I very much with you guys. I have Rams oh thirty, gosh. Bills twenty-eight, which means Buffalo will win because we, I don't know where you're going, Colleen. But yeah, Colleen, we, you have to pick the Bills. Don't now. worry, guys. Okay. I'll save you all. Okay. I'm taking the Bills. There we right. go. This one. Yeah, that's good. you know. The Rams have a lot of Let's new starters, well, maybe too, you take by the, the way. Uh, by the way, that's another possibility. That's true. I, um, For consistency sake, I should look to see what oh, the score uh, is we that don't I worry gave about that, like a typically. week and a half ago yeah. for week one. No one would know the difference. Different um, media format. a score. Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, the Bills are winning, and <laughs> it's a score of, wow, can't even read my own writing. How about 28-14? Nice. Oh, not even close. Nice. I guess yeah. uh, well, the Rams don't show up. On Colleen's uh, not eating the uh, Rams cheese here. I Maybe mean, this, this sort was of was Mark's error. This sort of was <laughs> Mark's <laughs> nightmare years ago when they announced this move. Like here we are. Like the NFL has somehow constructed it in such a way that the Rams won the Super mm. Bowl and they're opening. You know, the I next have learned season to just let go. We're just walking next door. We're I essentially just... <laughs> employees of the Rams. I'm letting go of essentially 89 <laughs> to 90 things in my life at this point. So we're good. Like but, this is so the Rams. Any Rams stuff. I've 
I've mentioned this every show right. for the last 14 like or 15 shows. I feel like it's coming up a lot shows. lately. Yeah. I found my score. It's 21-22. Oh, it's just that was one so point. far you, off of yeah. what you said initially. Well, now I was trying worse. to be consistent. And then you also called it 21-22. Right. So let's just let's just, Connie was great Wonder having you on the why. show. Um, <laughs> have you podcasted we'll be before? Listen, everybody get off my back. All right. Uh, here's the here's the data from the NFL Media Research Group because they do such a great work. Uh, just so you know, Sean McVay era since 2017, Rams are five and zero. They average 32 and a half points a game and allow 16 points a game. So they kick ass in Week One. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's an ass kicking, but I think it's a good way to start the season. I think the Bills will be fine, but I think they lose. Why I have them at number one in the power rankings? You know, somebody else can ask that question. Let's take a break. <laughs> and we'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, this will be the final NFL season for Ben Roethlisberger. The Titans will play in January. Show it to me, Marcus, over 17 weeks. Show it to me. You know, win 10 games. You know, go go get in the postseason. I'll take you up on All that. right. Let's go, Houston. All right, <laughs> I'm going to start with a little bit of a prediction out Yikes. of Minnesota, where Adrian Peterson will not lead the league in rushing. I'm going to say that Terry McLaurin will finish – with a higher ranking in receiving yards than the Rams seed in the NFC oh, this season. Stop. <laughs> stop. Oh, wow. So there you go. Great work by Sean Kelly and the production team. Uh, listen, we'd always hit home runs. 
And, with and our YouTube predictions. viewers can see how much younger we all looked five years ago with I some of those. Like that I didn't was get a lot of concerning. Sleep. That is, yeah, that's a rough one. Kids, man. They skirted around some of our uh, Titanic home runs, though. I've noticed that. Right. That that was not the focus there. But oh. the thing is, they're big <laughs> swings. We take big swings when we do our sandwich props. And, and that's why it's go get my lunch, you human turd. It's our chance to kind of put out there all the things that we feel about the 2022 season. We got to get it out and get out in front of it. It's kind of it is a bit of a kissing cousin mark to the Flashpoint series. If you really want to break down some of the DNA, there's some shared DNA. Yeah, it's like some family we're interweaving. Ahead of what other people don't see yet. Only this one we get wrong all the time. Whereas Flashpoint Focus, mm. home run, hundred I mean, percent headlines from the, the future. Yeah, this there's one a lot, has its are, own website. You know. Go get my lunch.org. Nick Fortier has done amazing work over the years. Um, uh, for posterity, you could go back. Where are we at in the standings? I know I got to be close to Rosenthal. Dan and I, um, you know, thankfully have built up such a lead that it's like Mark could go undefeated for the next four years and it won't really matter, which I, which I, yeah, enjoy. but I don't do things like Alvin Kamara is going to have 700 yards. So you got to shoot for the stars. Mark is at 47.5%. I'm at 199 and 182, uh, and that's 17 over. Slightly ahead percentage-wise over Dan, who's 201 and 186, okay. 15 wow. over. Okay, and I think I think last year I had a pretty good season, as I recall, but you know sometimes that just sets the table for a total disaster scenario. That's wild. We're within, you know, if it was a baseball season, we've we're into like season – four or so of or five of a baseball season. We're only two games apart. I, you know Ooh, what? That's pretty amazing. Mark Sessler, you deserve some pop. Uh, you have struggled in terms of wins and losses, but you were the <laughs> best at this last year. You went 12 and seven. That's pretty good. And so, you've had the best ones over the years in terms I, of home I runs. I just played the game differently because I come up with stuff that I that pleases me. Okay. Will, we, will there be more of that this year? Let's hear it. Let's start. Let's get it going. I started with one that was very football-y. Nice. Just so that uh, you, I would have your respect throughout the process of <laughs> wow. this. Wow. That's what it'll take. Um, <laughs> one football-y prop. We're going to do three, by the way. So just. All right. That, yeah. This is going to go and right. you better hang some onion at some point, including you, Colleen. I'd like to let the record show that I also won 20 to 12 on the standings Whoa, here. Whoa, you're 20 and so, 12 lifetime? Well, that's, so technically that's you're in first place. That is well, that's like winning the batting title with like 47 at-bats. She, she needs – Well, this is important. This is a big year for you it is. to be qualified. Okay. She Pressure's can't help on. that Let's she's go. not been involved in every episode exactly, of this exercise. Exactly. Thank you, Mark. Okay. 20 and 12 really uh, – technically Patra at 7 and 2 then would be the best Patra's player at top time. of standings. <laughs> and you know, hey, Gravedigger, you know that every year the producer has one as well. And I feel like we should have given you more runway on this, but you have about 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great for me. I have one in my head, <laughs> but I got to tell the me. graphics team so we can get it, that, get, it, get it made. That's good. Don't cool. tell the listener how that works. Yeah, they don't. Sorry, listener. Neither do we. Here we go. Let's get into it. Mark, hit us with uh, the one that gains the respect of your colleagues. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo will start games for another team this season. Ooh. Now, hold on. I know there's this absurd no trade clause. Really, all that is is that if another situation came up that would allow Jimmy G to audition and go play, and it was later in the year or the Niners loved Trey Lance, I think it's they've had it. They've done. There's been a pattern. I know that hasn't been perfect with Jimmy Garoppolo, but they have. 
there's a respect between the two parties. They like each other. They seem to be open with each other. They tell things that are, what's going on. They tell us what they want to tell us. But I think they would give Jimmy G a chance to go start somewhere else if it were something he wanted to do. It gives him control. Right. So they can't ship him to Houston if he doesn't want to go to a bad team because he knows he has a chance to get a bigger, better payday if he puts himself and gets to pick his next team. I get where Garoppolo is in his career. Also, like, don't you think if you're Jimmy G, you're reading the tea leaves, you're like, I think I have a chance to play this year with San Francisco. Totally. Yeah. And, it, and if that goes well, I'm on a, a NFC powerhouse, and then who knows what could happen. I think the Niners are going to think, you know, they're going to say, you know what, this kind of worked out perfectly. We're not going to move him. We're going to mm. keep him in the, in the building because we need the security blanket. What if Trey Lance is like looking like Patrick Mahomes 2.0 after six weeks? Sure. Yeah, That's but you could, it depends what you get. You so, can also break your collarbone. Also, but there's also you know? a trade deadline limit here too, so that they're going to have to figure right. that out fast. I will I take that. you up on this. I think it's a good one because I think it's close to 50-50. It all depends on what they could get. They're going to need a situation to happen elsewhere where a team would actually give up. I would say a third would maybe make it worth it. And they haven't gotten that offer to this point. That's why he's still on the team. So I will take you up on it. And I, I think he's not going to end up playing that much. And to make it clear, I'm not taking you up on it. Sure. Um, oh, you're Colleen, not. I'm not. This is the part that always you think he'll play throws elsewhere. me a little bit. Oh, no. This is where I get confused, too. He is not going anywhere. He's yeah, not so you'll take traded. him up on it. Oh, you'll, then I will. You, you I'm will saying he will. Yeah. So. You will be traded. He's staying put. Okay. There I would like go. to say that I think Jimmy stays with San Francisco. I think there will be an opportunity for him this year to start some games mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, the universe just not, does not have in the cards for him to be dealt, and it's not happening this year. So I guess I'm taking you up on that it. That means you are. Yes. yes. Yeah. There we it go. Means you, you know what you mean. You I get confused sometimes by the sentence structure. It's like a mental happening. block. Yeah. It also keeps one of your favorite like subplots alive, Mark, where you're like, well, when quarterback gets hurt, what are teams going to do if you want to save your season? Of course you're going to pick up the phone and call San Francisco. Right, but nobody's mm-hmm. playing quarterbacks in August anymore, so that disaster. But now, now but it's like September. Or well, October, now disaster yeah. will strike. I guarantee you that. Is that a prop? That's just telling you what's happening. Mm. Flashpoint. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of talk about how the AFC is loaded at quarterback. It's oh, just yeah. that the league is loaded at oh, quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go through, and only three players make the initial Pro Bowl team when when the votes are announced. Mm-hmm. And you go through the a- NFC, and that's still pretty loaded. You got the two-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, or two-time defending, four-time overall. You got Tom Brady coming off uh, what I think was one of his best seasons, could have won the MVP last year, has won it three times. You got Kyler, you got Dak, you got Matthew Stafford, you got a lot of names. And But despite all of those names, there's going to be a new man joining the party. And he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. What? And his name is Jalen Hurts. Not only are they going to wreck shop in the regular season, and we, we've been hammering that so much, that he's going to be rewarded from a dynamic Lamar 2019-like season and end up making the initial NFC Pro Bowl squad. You can't be you know, called on later <laughs> as the guys like Andy Dalton is the seventh alternate. Wait, so you're saying he's going to have a Lamar leap and you're not going all pro? You're going Pro Bowl? I'm going Pro Bowl, That's top sweet. three in the NFC. Hang he some makes onion. it initially. Make it Pro Bowl, okay, first so, or second oh, I, team. I guess, you're not, I guess you're not taking me up on it then. Yeah, you are. I could totally see That's this That's a bigger Greg. underdog than the Garoppolo thing, no doubt. This yeah, could I'll totally happen if the Eagles go 12-5 and five and he has his – progression from last year, he's a pro bowler because they'll probably be a first or second seed if they just they gotta, what people still got all like those all other names, though. Love. All those other names. Is like, there even a pro bowl anymore? That's a serious question. 
they not tracking. They so, don't seem to be are you clear named on to the that. Pro Bowl. Pro yeah, Bowl? I think There's it's no got to still be in your. You still are yeah. named because of contract stuff, and they'll like maybe have a garden party or. This like, is not going to happen. I I am not jumping Smart on board move, with this. Connie. There's it, too this much is, positive juice around the Eagles right now, and that is that is the problem right now. It's like okay. it's just so way like too much happiness, way too much positivity. This is not how Philadelphia thrives. This is not when they do well when everyone believes in them. So no, don't I don't believe. Yeah. Hmm. I'm tapping the brakes just a little bit on the. Uh, okay, so you tried me to go bigger, Eagles but I'm still machine. getting three sandwich. Uh, I know. I just think I thought because, like, if Wes was well, here, would onion Wes hanger, would yeah. have an issue with you for making oh. the Pro Bowl part. Of this. I mean, Wes would ha- always always would have an issue. How's Mark yes. doing with the sound effects? <laughs> the, by the, the way, the all-time the standings are hilarious because you see the old props from 2013. I don't remember half these people. I have a defense up against <laughs> the the apple. It's the, meant to be a sandwich, but it sounds like an apple. It does. Yeah. It oh, does. that's more just. Maybe we could work on that for uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Does that not sound no, like an, an apple? apple it's absolutely right. an apple. Unless it's, it's meant to be a sandwich in theory. That maybe it's one of those fancy sandwiches that have like the thin slice of a green apple on it. You know, the like a brie is, type sandwich. The drop is called apple chomping. So. Oh, well, so, so hungry right now. Case closed. It's time to update that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Um... What you gonna do? I'm not into. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. I'm not into it. I'm not into the Tua thing. I'm oh. just not into it. I just can't. I can't wrap my head around it. And this has nothing to do with the Dolphins and the AFC East. It's just <laughs> what we've seen, and the and the um, the hype around Miami on some level, and the idea that they are gonna take a big leap on offense. I think he's gonna be an issue for them. And I think he loses his starting job to Teddy for perform- performance reasons at some point. So you're calling Tyreek Hill potentially a liar here because Tyreek said that Tua is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, you could call Tyreek Hill a lot of things. Uh, one of them is a great wide receiver, but also <laughs> a beacon of honesty and integrity. He is not. Whoa. Um but well, just out of curiosity, Wait, when, 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 do, when do you pr- think this would happen? Is there like, a parameter? He just has to lose his starting. No, nope. so and he can even get it back. He well, can even get it back. Oh, wow. it, it can't be injury related. I said for can performance it? reasons. Okay, so that just for uh, Nick Fortier out yes. there for performance reasons, because I would not expect him to play all seventeen games. That's, that's it's basically Mike McDaniel coming up to the podium on on Tuesday or whatever and being like, uh, we just feel like we still love. Tua, he's still our future, but it just feels like the team needs a spark right now. And, you know, it's right probably I, You're really in putting me in a tough spot here because um, predicting Teddy is going to, you know, get a job has probably been part of my sandwich props for the last <laughs> 10 years. I'm actually looking yes. at, at the very top of the all-time standings. One of it's Wes's, a great backup. One of Wes's first ever props was Teddy Bridgewater starts week one. That was him as a rookie on the Vikings oh, in wow. 2013. And I took him up on it. But uh, I – Will not take you up on this because I think the Dolphins are going to be good. I am buying that they're going to be an efficient offense. I don't think he'll stay healthy for 17 weeks, uh, but I don't think he'll lose his starting job because of performance. I think he'll be good. I think if he loses his starting job, it will be because he was hurt. I think that he's going to stay the starter. I think hmm. that he'll work well with Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill. I think that Mike McDaniel always, he's really good with the run game. So I think that they'll be able to run the ball well. They have a good defense uh, so they can cover up some things. With Wait, Tua. so that means I am taking you up on it. God, I, I We're rusty. Up too. But, and just before you answer, Mark, <laughs> I just want to make one more thing clear. Because if he leaves the lineup because he gets injured, 
and then Teddy plays well, and then two is active like an and Alex doesn't Smith have the job. Scenario. That counts too. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Because that, that, that is perfor- that you're choosing performance wise the other right. quarterback. Okay. I'm just looking at how they start, and I think we're going to know, know a lot about this Tua scenario right away because it's Patriots defense, Ravens, Bills, Bengals. Oh, I, I was just wondering ballpark where you think this could happen because I don't think it makes sense to do it if they're out of it late in the it's year. Like but it's like Dolphins are three and five or three and six. I just something. think they have to. If you're Mike McDaniel, there's no, there's no benefit to evaluating Teddy Bridgewater. Right, but it could be week thirteen. Trying to win, though. I, I get if that. So six I'm saying, and seven, yeah. it could if be late. But you do want to get a good look at what Tua is, and so I don't think it happens early. But I'll take you up on it. I think it's a fun one. Um, right. But I, I think this is a coaching staff that's going to be so different than the defensive-oriented coaching staff of a year ago, where Tua had multiple offensive coordinators. Like they were, the the, the organization was heat-seeking Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady. I mean, it's a very chaotic scenario for a young quarterback. I think mm. that Mike McDaniel is the best thing that could happen to him, and their offensive line is a little better. That was a problem for him. Mm-hmm. You have Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. If he can't make it work, then I think his, his experiment in Miami is over in general. Mm, for sure. Connie. Uh, yeah, I, he's... No, you're up. Oh, I was like, I thought I answered this already. <laughs> what? All right, here we go. So it it plays nicely. Off One more of show after this. Greg, <laughs> so we're doing it. We are doing it. This plays nicely off of Greg's prop. Um, so I just feel like at this point in time, oh, I kind don't of do this. I have a problem right now, guys. Um, and I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. And I've been told to say something if I feel uncomfortable. So that's what what this is right now. And I feel. Very uncomfortable with all of the love that the Eagles have been given. Oh. And everybody is already crowning them. And it Go feels ahead and crown their ass. that this is building and building and building. And they haven't even played a real game yet. But somehow it seems like they have won so much already. It's it's too much hope. It's it's too it's too good. I need Kinda Philly struggling. to come back to me a little bit. I so what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna help out the universe and the Eagles, the Eagles, what they will not make a deep playoff run and they will not win the NFC East. This is ridiculous. Wow, I am the Colleen. heel. The reverse. And this jinx. is my reverse. Jinx. This is a Sessler move. It's like Sessler's given up the Browns and then he just sudden. Yeah, this is just, what do you it, mean? It's untoward. You, this is the type of thing you would do. Like pick something that <laughs> your so heart disgusted. doesn't even want. It's just like wrong. I do have a question though. Yes. So let's say they were a wild card team, snuck in as the last wild card team and had a deep, deep playoff run. You're saying they, they can't win the division or have a deep playoff run. Correct. Well, define, you know, we got to define yeah, deep no, playoff That's got to be NFC, ti- NFC title game. Uh, yeah. You got to win right. again. Right. So the, it, basically the prop is the Eagles will not win a playoff game. Yeah. So you could win the NFC East, though, and not win a playoff game. So, yeah, they I won't win they, the NFC East, and they won't win a playoff game. Let's say game. that the okay. Eagles, they could do uh, – Oh yeah, okay, You could fine. shave That's the perfect. NFC East. So their ceiling off, but... is wild card entry that loses. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's it. All right. Um, I'm taking you up because I, I – I see what all, you, doing, though. You are an Eagles it. fan, and I think any Eagles fan listening to this is like – Kind of weird, though. Why are you going so villain, so rogue? Because, right. I, because right. everybody else She's is trying just to even so the scales. high. On I understand them. the psychology, but it, you also, and I, I do think you're very powerful in many ways. You have no effect over what the Eagles are going to do. Just <laughs> well, letting maybe you, I do. 
Well, maybe you don't know. Yeah, for Mark. what it's worth, only, only one person out of all the NFL.com analysts picked them to win the Super Bowl. We know who that and is. You're talking to him. This is no! ridiculous, Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. I think you're both you're ridiculous. Worth, you're worthy of love, though. Like, you are worthy of good things happening to you. The city of Philadelphia oh, is no. worthy of that. So That's are nice. the Eagles. Like, you, you deserve it. You know, yeah, well, because we're working on it. the Eagles have just never had in their fans a special <laughs> moment. They've never had that taste of true victory. I mean, one day they'll get it. It's been almost four years, and it's just like it's a long time. When will it come again for the Eagles fans? If you were a right. three-year-old, right. you, you know the like, next yeah. season when they only won one playoff game after they won their Super Bowl. <laughs> Think of all those tough. babies born in 2018 so that have never difficult. tasted glory. So hard. I'll take you on it just because okay. I like taking sandwiches. Yeah, Great. I'm taking you on it, clearly. Okay. But it's good. I mean, it's a good one because I think we all have to take the Eagles. It's an onion hanger. So, all right. Sometimes Maybe it gets quite. confusing. Let's take a break and then we'll uh, spin through a couple more each. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, we're back. Mark, it's time to get weird, my friend. My favorite game that we ever, we were all in the newsroom together to cover, this is back in the old Culver City office, was a game that pitted San Francisco against Washington in 2019. In a driving rain, a game of very little importance, but it wrapped in two hours and 36 minutes because it was one of the most run-heavy operations of the entire season. (laughs) And I was covering it, and I had my write-up done by other games are just like just you know Amazing. dipping into the third quarter. So I went and looked up the fastest games in NFL history, and that one really was it came very close. The fastest ever was in 1996. The San Diego Chargers beat the Indianapolis Colts 26 to 19 in two hours and 29 minutes. I am telling you now that we will witness the fastest game in NFL history this season. Oh my it god! It will be topped. I love this. This is I awesome. Mean, I will take you up on it, but I love it because I like the idea of picking a prop that you are rooting for. You know, mm-hmm. that like Mark is already invested in the length of each game so much. And this is just going to take it to another level. And I'm excited well, now about that. The that. Browns aren't in the way. This, this is, is your the team. main focus right. yeah. for Mark. Now, I do have a question for you, though, because I, I heard you talk about the playoff thing. Can this stretch to the playoffs? I really wouldn't want a playoff game to end that quickly, no, but it wouldn't regu- anyways, because, the, well, I don't know. I guess you could. <laughs> 
I'm just the saying regular I, season yes. props. The okay. ads are okay. a little longer in the playoffs, okay. I believe. I'll, I'll take a fast game and the fastest game, 1,000%. Like, I am on board right. with this. I love it. I'm hoping it's on a Thursday night because I'm doing the post game, <laughs> and that would really just be a beautiful thing. So you're not taking him up on I'm it. I'm not you, taking wow. you up that's, on it. Oh, well. I'll take you up on it. I think it's uh, definitely the right play to win sandwiches. My favorite game in the uh, newsroom era is the – Snow game between the Bills and Colts. It was December 10th, 2017, and it was in Orchard Park. Heavy lake effect snowstorm that ultimately dumped 16.7 inches of snow. Eight to nine inches falling during the game alone. Chicago, I mean, the Bills won the game in overtime uh, and made the playoffs. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. That was the definitive Frank Gore and Buffalo moment. Because they were sliding around, <laughs> grinding through it. There weren't that many. You know? Right. It was fun. Frank Gore in the news. That, I remember so Dave so Damashek enjoying. Like, there was a lot of snow all around the uh, the American uh, Northeast or North that, that day, and Damashek was just he, he was in he his element. It. All right, how about you, Greg? All right, I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, the Browns will end up with uh, – one of the five worst records in the NFL. Yeah, so casting. at the end of the season, this is absolutely something I'm rooting for. All of my picks are. I might as well align it. But I think it's I think it's possible. At the end of the season, when they are sending those draft orders out, the Browns will be one of the first five picks. It doesn't matter if they trade the picks or if anything else happens. Well, they don't have the pick. Houston has the right, pick. Right, that's what right. I meant. Yeah. So it's like they will have one of the worst five records. So in the end, it would be the... Houston Texans who end up taking that pick, but that pick will be one of the worst top five picks in the draft. I am not kidding. I came up with something very, very similar. I was going to go bottom seven, but um, I'll take you on it because I think it's something that I would enjoy just tracking as a potential Mm. sandwich winner. All right. I am separating myself from this taste with the off season of the Browns here and just trying to figure out what the team's going to look like. And I think, I think it's like a, Six to eight win team, and I don't think that gets you a top five pick. So six I will, could, but I will, yeah, I'll take you on it. Shaky O line, shaky defensive tackle, shaky wide receiver, great very running back sh- room, yeah. right? Very shaky quarterback. I just think in in for the, the time being, in the worst juju possible. I'll take uh, I'll take juju, you on whatever. it, but I feel like there are there are more teams that are really bad that are just like not put together to succeed. And that there are still some really, really good talented players on this Browns. That's team. fair. I, I say Juju does matter a little bit because I do think the GM and the coach, what would your friend Claybon think about your Juju take? <laughs> he probably wouldn't agree, but I do think the GM and the coach who put their careers on the line, um, being part of this Watson uh, move will absolutely be under fire and potentially know that they're gone. And that does add a different feel to an organization if you start out 2-5. I'm, I'm just looking at the entire league. I don't think it's a crazy concept if things went really south under Jacoby Brissett. I think that's what, what you're banking sure, on. Sure. Because there aren't 10 teams that are clearly worse than them. I have a contrarian-esque opinion question for you guys. Yeah. You so, love their offseason. No, no. Oh. Uh-huh. God, no. There are a lot of talented Browns players, though, like Colleen just said, Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, all these players that probably feel like, wow, everyone's rooting against us because of what our organization decided Mm. to do. Deshaun Watson's not even on the field for those first 11 games. Do you think there could be an us against the the world, back against the wall mentality that 
propels them. I think it's a good take, Gravedigger. I think, to me, the chances they have a top five pick are about equal to me that they are in the playoff race when Watson returns. I think there's a ch- there is a path that way as well. As much as like nobody wants that to happen, and I'm not saying I'm rooting for it, I think there's a path. Oh, I, I don't think, think there's, there's that a path. Bad. I don't think I think the quarterbacks there's a path an issue. It, the, the, they have really the good running backs. The their running is game thick. is awesome. They can get by if their quarterback just doesn't have back-breaking mistakes every single and week. And that their defense is better. You their know? secondary is. They they've got a ton of secondary receiver. All yeah. right. So I went negative. So we're all settled with this one. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went negative with the first one, so I want to go positive with the second one. Uh, the Jaguars will have a mathematical path to the postseason in Week 18. You love the Jags. Onions. Wow. Yeah, I'm delayed here because I am torn. I, I'm high on the Jags. I think they're going to beat their over-under. I think that division, if you told me that 8-8 eight and eight, or even 7-9 and nine had a mathematical possibility to the playoffs entering Week 18, that's kind of baked into this, gives you a better chance to win. That like I could see that happening. That 7-9 keep, right, yep. keeps you alive going into it. I will take you up on it just because uh, that's just my way I play this game. Take them all, basically. Take them all. Uh, Let God you, sort them it, out. But uh, I, I could, it's a tricky one. You could, you could burn us. On our network hit, we picked surprise playoff teams, and I picked the Jaguars. But for the sake of this game, I'm going to take you up on it just because that's how I play this game. But I'm with you. I you think well, said what, the same thing. Wait, he just wait but, you can't, but he <laughs> didn't pick the Jaguars on NFL right, Network. He I, picked the Dolphins. You which also isn't. can't get be that strong. That I agree with you, but I'm going to take it. If you truly agree, like strongly with them, then you know. You One of the it. first things you ever uttered about this game, Greg, was that you take almost every prop. Yeah. That's how you play the game. Right. And so yeah. I never did that early. I started adopting that method. And now you're telling me that your counsel didn't exist, didn't happen, or wasn't effective back in the day. I just, You've got to be strong. You've got to want, stick with what I you said. I just want you to <laughs> want you guys leave to this along, studio really. with, you know, just feeling good about yourself. You I know, feel great. If you, if you pick the Jaguars to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I Regular- oh, go ahead. think that the Jaguars uh, could absolutely be a team that surprises everyone. Maybe they are the Bengals of last season. It's In the hunt. That we well, talked about strong. the power rankings. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, listen, this team with – leadership that actually is legit and these talented players you have guys like Travis Etienne who didn't even see the field last year I mean you have James Robinson you have so many things that could come together here Josh Allen on the defense I mean they have some really good parts and when you're able to put it together like I expect way more out of Trevor Lawrence than what we saw last season because of everything that he was dealing with so yeah I think that there's maybe a possibility there's a shred sure. of hope Trayvon Walker the so number I'll one overall on pick it. and so you won't take him so if I won't you take agree. you on you it. won't take me on it good I like that I'm the I'm only one to take on this you one. Mm. Yeah. And, and isn't no, that crazy? Him. I also took him. <laughs> what, is, what is happening with you, Greg? <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing. Um, Greg you lives added, in his own universe. You said you added him to the playoffs, so it was confusing. I think that the uh, I think that one of the big storylines after the season is, whoa, Trevor Lawrence, that dude, he's a dude. They spent so much money in free agency. We're gonna see it this year. I just that's I gotta. Do you worry that. that you're maybe doing with the Jaguars though? What you're saying he's doing with the Eagles. There's a lot of projection here. I'm, I, uh, well, he picked I, them to win the Super Bowl. 
Well, to say the Jaguars are going to soar that. into the AFC playoffs <laughs> is a relatively an equal not concept. Not in the playoffs. It means they can be, like we were saying, 7-9 and nine entering Week 18, depending on what's around them. But I think, yeah, I think winning around eight games is not a crazy ask if the quarterback develops under Peterson. The problem for you is if the Jaguars become that team, the Browns do have a top-five pick mm-hmm. in the draft. I don't know. Now I'm swimming in a little bit. There we go. All right, That's Connie. my guy. Okay, here I we feel go. good about it. That's good. You should. I feel good about my next two. Well, first one, listen, I, uh, full disclosure, I picked the Eagles to win the division, so I don't know if that's going to count. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Um, for this, Von Miller, he's making history, and we're all just passengers at this point on his wild ride. He joined a defense that was already first in total yards, passing yards allowed, first downs allowed, points allowed, top 10 in interception rate, sack rate. I mean, the Bills had problems with Kansas City, so what did they do? They called Von. And when teams want to win a Super Bowl, Vaughn's phone rings. Happened last year with the Rams. So Von Miller will become the first player to appear and win a Super Bowl with three different teams. Whoa. Mm. I'll take you up on that. I mean, even though I like the Bills as a Super Bowl team, still the odds of any team winning are you got to go the other way. You're giving us the field and you're taking mm. the yeah, Bills. I'll take I don't the- like this game. I'll take <laughs> I'll take the field on this one. I feel good about it. For the most right. part, we've all taken. Um, I would say the onions have been nicely sized throughout the program. There haven't Sizing. been any small onions. This is a this is a large one, nice but they they are the, they are the favorites. Uh, but yeah, the field is much better than than the Bills. I'm taking the field. I'll I'll take you on this too. Spherical. Great. All right, Great. one more. Let's do one more quick. Here we go, okay. Mark. All right, this has happened in NFL history. Okay. This happened between um, Buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbride. Two NFL coaches from the same sideline will get in a fight between now and the end <gasps> of the regular season. Define fight. Well, it's not. They're not just like um, like I'm saying a punch. I'm saying someone a swing. Att- someone attempts a punch. Oh if my you don't god! Have to connect because it, it's but- a very it's a very you know macho experience. The not NFL. a verbal fight. And it's sometimes guy you know here comes a guy stepping between the coach and the OC. Not that. You mean actual hands get thrown. And I, it would need to mimic or feel equal to the Buddy Ryan. It doesn't need to the punch doesn't need to land. No, though. but like in that case they didn't like they weren't sitting there for three rounds going after each other. I mean it was like a we get it, you tried to punch me, then it got broken up, but not mm. a no, jo- we're jabbing each other from I five. Lo- I mean yards I just, away. I love how you play the game, Mark, because you're probably gonna get this wrong. But what do you care? That, I don't that's care what, at all. It's not about the standings. Right. It's When's just the last time he bought a sandwich for any of us? Uh, it ever? doesn't happen. Has it literally ever it happened? It doesn't happen. So this is like. Well, I, I had the best record the last time around, Greg. Okay. Mm. So okay. Where, where, where's the, the sandwich, sandwich oh! you were supposed to go by? Oh! I, I often was bringing, I was bringing those burritos over to Lakeisha's. I that was, also uh, that bought was you guys some sort of Vietnamese uh, <laughs> sandwiches one time. Wow. That, that was about 10 years ago. I do All remember right. the, that store's closed. The long since shuttered uh, Culver City uh, Thai sandwich location. That yeah. was pretty good, actually. We were into that for a while. I remember that. We did the runs at the. Well, we uh, all used to purchase for each other. That was the actual. That's that's right. the actual. Maybe. Hey, what about this? We what, if we what if we bring it back? What if we hold true to the nature of go get my lunch, bitch? Let's let's do it. I that would require Mark. Had, he can't just leave the studio the no? second it ends. There. The he only controversial there. element is that our cafeteria serves um, high quality free food. That's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. But, it, it but we, there's the, good food the in the neighborhood. We could we could we could find a way. Yeah. Just right. send you into Inglewood just to get get us some sandwiches. The area surrounding is also there's an a issue, great but... Jamaican place too, right around the corner. Oh, there's so well, much. You're going to be buying them some. around here. <laughs> I will. <laughs> you are correct. All right. Uh, oh, so I I will take you on it. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll take you up. Yep. yep. All right. Sign Greg? me up. Okay. I hope it happens. I hope I lose that one. That's fun. The Broncos to me. Beating up each other on the sideline. That'd be awesome. Broncos to me uh, are maybe the most fascinating team heading into this season. They definitely got the most fascinating week one game. By the way, um, not. I, I hope this doesn't annoy Mark or Dan, but uh, I did want to mention I'm going to be part of the Channel 5 coverage of Monday Night Football this year over in the U.K. So if you're a listener, you can check that out. That's on Monday cool. night's first game is going to be... <laughs> Mark has an artery bulging out of the side I, of his forehead this right is, now. This is absurd. I am happy for you, Greg. You like doing that kind of stuff, and I want you to be happy. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Why uh, would I have an issue with that? I'm, I don't know. Just because you said quickly, and I remembered. <laughs> Try to get that in. Uh, so Channel 5, you Monday night. for that? First game. You getting paid for that? First game. How much? <laughs> We're not talking God. about this. 50000 Wow. It's uh, pretty good. Geno Smith, of course, wow, is in the first game. has gone up. Under the table. <laughs> Unbelievable. Geno Smith, of course, in the Broncos are, are the first game on Monday Night Football. And I think that, that week, that game is going to start a, a disappointing season for the Broncos. That game's not part of it. It's okay. just my way to shoehorn that Can I ask one question? What is yes. your role? Are you the play-by-play person? Uh, I will be – no. We will be in between um, – segments like we have been in the last few years on Sky Sports filling in the commercials. I'll be with MJD and Kirsten Watson. Is, is the, the 50000 oh. just for the Monday night or for any other services oh during F- the season? 50000 per week. Please. Oh, well, that's Come not, that channel. feels more fair. Uh, this is all made up. The Broncos will miss the playoffs. And not only will they miss the playoffs, before the end of the season, there will be a sourced report about differences between Russell Wilson and Nathaniel uh, look Hackett. Look at you. Look at you with your Russell Wilson character That's assassination. That's an onion hanger. It is. It's it has a, to it's be a good one. Yeah. Obviously, take you on it. Um, does it matter who this... Does it matter who... <laughs> That's my boy. I love that guy. Um... Does it matter where the sourcing comes from? I thought from? about that. Do I need to specify? I think the word mm. source means it's someone that reports on things and they have a source. So even even if it's a Broncos a radio guy, I don't care. That counts. It's a okay. sourced report. It can't just be someone Not speculating. Oh, how about this, Greg? Has to be a, a lot of times report. we've been sitting around. Something comes up on Twitter from a reporter, of uh, a hired reporter, and Greg's the first to say, don't care about what that guy has to say. So what if you be honest? Well, it has ma- to pass your bar sure. as a source. I mean, I don't I, – what am I going to make a list of, like, uh, guys I don't oh, trust you have and it girls somewhere. that just – I mean, it's in my head. It will be organic. Yeah. So we'll – yeah, there's going to be – yeah. You, we, we're going to trust you that you'll be fair about who it is. If it's a sourced report, I'm not going to be fair. I'm going to get those sandwiches. What if sandwiches? it's like some dude on Bleacher Report yeah. that, you know, is – Making his own Why articles. Why are you throwing Bleacher and... Report? I mean, if... 2008 Bleacher Report. The I'm fact, sorry. If we, had, if we would have heard of it... <laughs> um, Which we were on. <laughs> I'm sorry, if Bleacher we, Report. Somehow they're if, catching strays. If the report cuts through the noise and we actually know about it and it's like things that are being talked about, it'll be mm-hmm. legit. But yes, we yeah. can... If we really need to, we could have a I could talk about Bleacher Report because I wrote for free for them for like two years, so... Really? Did I? You were during... getting that Rosenthal money. Yeah, during the Mangini Brown that. season. I I'm think not I getting lost any money. For this is why he's joking about it. <laughs> the content mill. They had, a, they had a good model there. Anyway, all right, I'll take you on it. And um, this is a nice pivot off it. Did everybody yeah. do their business there? We're all taking it, right? Um, the team that he left, the team that Greg is I'll take you in the it. bag for, uh, the team that, <laughs> that said, we're going to trade a Hall of Fame quarterback with five-year business <laughs> Five years of prime re- remaining and get Drew Block, Drew, 
Drew Locke back in the deal. I can't even talk right now. I'm so pumped up about this one. The Seahawks are going to have a, a top five pick in the 2023 draft. This is going to go really poorly. Yeah. I think I mean, I this think is Gino's the opposite of an onion hanger. They're favorite. What kind of onion is this? They're, they're favorite to have a top five pick. They I think have the they third want, lowest they, over under. They might quietly want this to happen. Maybe they do. I'm just telling you that's how it's gonna. It's how it's gonna end up. Mm. It's, you know. What are the baby onions like? The right. little ones. The- Vidalias. Vidalias. Yeah. Dan's like, how can I? How can I um, <laughs> throw out a Vidalia that gets Greg <laughs> to go for it? Anyways, strange strategy, but I will take you. There you go. Got it. So I mean, for the guy who's like, hey, make sure the last one's an onion hanger. I didn't say that. I believe I it's gotta be one. that this is going to happen, <laughs> so I'm not taking you on it. That's true. You've had some. Did oh, I so get it? She is right? not taking me on it. Because okay. I think this is going to happen. All right. I'm, I'm not because I just said I looked at this list and there's only a couple teams that I think are top five picks and they're one of them. Oh, you guys are crazy. It's going to be glorious. The defense, oh my God. the running, the 18 to 17 final scores, the seven and seven record. Ugh. Top five. Okay. All right. Finally, Connie. last one. Uh, you guys are about to crush me on this. Uh, oh, this boy. is the exact opposite of a Vidalia. Vidalia? V? Yeah, it's a V. Okay. Definitely a V. So Derek Carr, guys, working on his revenge body. And he's about to post some crazy thirst trapped, okay? Because Derek Carr, he's going to have more touchdowns than the guy who almost replaced him in Vegas. Ooh, I like that. Which is Tom Brady. Brady's thrown 40-plus touchdowns in each of the last two seasons. Derek Carr's only thrown more than 30 one time in his career. Wowza! But you can mark like 2022 it. as the second year he does it. Devontae Adams and Derek Carr, they're right. reuniting Hmm. Um, Derek was, Carr yeah. will throw more touchdowns than Tom Brady. Mark, I'm a little surprised because you had had your antennas up about Brady the last couple of weeks. You did not get into the Brady props business, but now here's your chance. Uh, I did not. I think I went down that avenue a couple of times. I'm taking you on. I think it's a great, a great uh, final yeah. round. Yeah, it was prop. Good. I got Excellent there. job. I, I yeah. build. I built up. Why to did you? It. I mean, here's happens. It's a huge story. Unless Brady, you know, decides midseason. Is it a I'm huge story? Like, I, if, Carr, Carr could throw 34 touchdowns, and Brady could throw 31, and well, it doesn't would, mean to like me, it's to like me. That would stunning. also mean that Tom Brady's season fell off from where he was in Tampa Bay's offense too. Mm-hmm. That would be a story. And if 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 what you just said happens, I think no one's talk, talking about that happening. Yeah. I think I'm gonna take you on it. I don't think it's crazy because I do think Derek Carr could go. Well over 30, he could be in the top five in the league with 34 touchdowns. And if and if Brady isn't quite as good, uh, it's not crazy. And this is why you might win some sandwiches. But I'm taking you on it. I mean, let's not forget how well Tom Brady played last year. I thought he was the best so quarterback they both in the league. 34, because now it's been established because it's been said three times that Derek Carr will throw 34 touchdowns exactly this year. Mm. If they both have 34, then what happens? Then you lose the prop. He's got to have more. Yeah. He's got to have Wait, more. Wait, I, I, I'm not marrying that number, though. No. It's just the... <laughs> no, it's just no, come that up was a bunch of times. Yeah. Okay. Me, yeah. Grave digger. I went to see if he's done it in the past at all. I can't I can't find a year where it's happened. What? That car went over Brady. Because Brady had some, you know, oh, lesser yeah, yeah, years. No. But the yeah, car's been kind of like a 27, 28 touchdown guy. That, that year right? he did it, yeah. 2015 was his good year. Oh, yeah, when he broke mm-hmm. his leg. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Grave Digger? This is a tradition of its own. The producer with one sandwich prop. It almost always goes terribly, but Justin is coming at this thing. The guy's got, he's got some real knowledge behind the glass. What do you got? 
I'm ready to start my sandwich prop career 0 and 4. <laughs> but I'm taking Greg's advice and I'm picking something I'm going to root for. Okay. The Colts will finish in last place. Oh, in oh, he didn't need to go oh, that big. Oh, but he did. Oh, and that's why he's the grave digger. No so, way. He's got count. the little hole digger. He's the grave digger. That's six yeah, feet deep. Six feet. Six <laughs> feet deep. Uh, so you got the Houston Texans ahead of them. Wow. You got, oh of course, God. your Tennessee Titans ahead of them. <laughs> I love this. And you have the reigning back-to-back. Whatever is the reverse of the MVP back-to-back, <laughs> it's having a number one overall pick back-to-back. Uh-huh. The Jaguars all ahead of the Colts in the standings. I absolutely take you up on it. And I know Connie will, too, because Connie is hot for the Colts. I love the Colts. Uh, that That's a nice – good job, Justin. Onion Thanks. hanger. That's it's great. as much about the Jags and Texans taking a little step as it is about the Colts taking a step back. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with your hatred of the Indianapolis Colts. That's exactly correct. It's one of my favorite things. Homerism of the Titans. Yes. They could like, all be like It's like Dan's two a bit. Had nothing to do with his hatred <laughs> of the Didn't Dolphins. It. Nothing the, at the all. The Dolphins <laughs> aren't a rival to me right now. They, we, I don't have a rival right um, now. Unlike um, – like the rest of us, we actually do count on the producer to bring in the sandwiches if you happen to go 0-4. So just, okay, just well, know good that. thing the huddle has yeah. like plenty of sandwiches <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody take them up on that? Yeah. Oh, All yeah. right, Gravedigger. Mm-hmm. Last place. Mm-hmm. Is that – and if, if there's two teams that go 6-11, and 11, that's last place, tied for last, or is that tied – you don't, I don't think like, you win that. I think yeah, if you they, don't win pushes. Are they in alone they, in the cellar? Like, if there's two teams, if they all have seven wins – and the Colts win the tiebreaker, then I lose. But if they like lose the head-to-head matchups and tiebreakers or whatever. Right. It, there is an official last oh, choice, sure. even oh, if I they're see. tied. Yeah, you okay. can look at that draft you order. Could, you yeah. could make or break sandwiches on a tiebreaker, but that's fine. All right. There you go. Go get my lunch. Another, another season coming up. Uh, all right. Let's go over what's going on in our world, okay? You got this show. You got the Hard Knocks finale with Connie and I. You got the Power Rankings debut, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be in its own feed, the Power Rankings podcast. So please uh, give us a listen. Give us a subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, Tell your friends. Give it and if rate, review it, review it, rate (laughs) five stars. And if you don't like it, bail. But we're Colleen and I are serious about this. Very nice review. I would love that. Excellent. We'll read it on the show next week. All right. Oh, that is good <laughs> content. See, yep. that's already the type of content we're talking about. <laughs> but that's just the beginning. So our next show will be Thursday. It is the Thursday around the NFL week one preview. Okay. Then we're going to go to SoFi Stadium. And the Around the NFL podcast will be in the building for the season opener. We will have a recap for that. Friday is the debut of Around the NFL Friday. We got it. We need a name. Anybody want to give us, send in some, and Gravedigger, some names for the Friday show. It's going to be a fun, we're going to try to get it live streamed. I mean, you've so been calling it Friday Fun Show. Have to Friday work Fun, fun Show. Friday Fun Show feels solid. Gravedigger, we're working on it. We want to have a live stream on YouTube where fans can watch live and even comment and be part of the show. Um, it's going mm. to be uh, 30 minutes or so. It's a shorter show, and it's our last kind of thoughts heading into the week. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's the Friday Fun Show. So that's coming. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Greg Rosenthal, you have game debut back. Oh, that's right. Friday afternoon. That's coming back. And then, of course, Sunday, the flagship show. Did I miss anything? I feel like I always miss something. Mark's you- QB index. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Is did that you- dropping this did week? Did you drop it this week? I spent 
a large amount of time writing it yesterday. I can tell Beautiful. you that. Beautiful. So we got a QB index that is going to be up on NFL.com. And then don't forget about Saturday on NFL Network, the Around the NFL. It's like the best of Around the NFL from mm-hmm. the week, as I understand it. So that's Saturday. And then the flagship show. Sunday night. Sunday night. Mm. Football's here. Guys, this is a packed schedule. It's a big week. The first week, you know, we're getting into the rhythms of it, and it's uh, but it's exciting because real football is upon us. Connie, you've said it all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just one more show with you today. <laughs> one more. <laughs> one more to go. <laughs> Two down. One to go. Connie and John. All right. Until <laughs> Emily and John. Here we go. Until Thursday. <laughs> he the call. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.